My name is Keith Beavers, and I found out that Barbie's official color is Barbie pink. So they took pink and they made it Barbie pink. How'd they get that Barbie pink, you know? Well, next rosé tasting, I'm going to say Barbie pink. What's going on, wine lovers from the Vine Pair Podcasting Network? This is the Wine 101 Podcast. My name is Keith Beard, and I'm a darn tasting fan of Vine Pair. Okay, we're going, we're going down south. We're going to Southern California, and we're going to talk about a place called Santa Barbara. It's a little bit confusing for this wine geek, and I didn't know if maybe it was confusing for you guys, so I want to unconfuse it. Is that a word? Hmm. This episode of Wine 101 is sponsored by Edna Valley Vineyard. Santa Barbara is known for its beautiful and plush, like a cozy blanket, fruit-forward Pinot Noir. These wines have a nice richness to them, and this wine has it in spades. Did I mention that cozy blanket? Okay, wine lovers, let's go to Southern California. And usually, you know, in this block of um, American wine AVAs, I, I like interviewing people about these places because they're kind of modern. Um, and the histories are so new that I like talking to people on the ground in the place. But the thing about Santa Barbara is it's, I don't know why, because <laughs> if it's because I'm dyslexic or something, I don't know what it, what it is, but this place, it confused me for a while. And I'm not really sure if any of you guys are confused, were ever confused about Santa Barbara as well, because there's a lot going on down there and it's very exciting but um, it has to be explained a little bit. So let's talk about Santa Barbara County and what's going on with wine inside of that county because it's it's awesome. I mean, I've even I've even been there. I was still confused. I'm not confused anymore though, because actually when I was there, some of these places that exist now didn't exist then. Okay, Keith, get to it. Santa Barbara is in Southern California. It is very close, like not even, well, maybe around 100 miles from downtown L.A. It's, it's a city, Santa Barbara, but Santa Barbara is also a county. And it gives its name to five and counting AVAs. And the Santa Barbara County is a wine region. It's not an AVA, it's just a wine region because in the United States counties are considered Appalachians and Santa Barbara, the wine region is in the larger central coast wine region, which literally goes from Santa Barbara up to near San Francisco. And I'm going to have a discussion, an interview about the central coast coming up soon, but I wanted to focus on this place because it's a little bit confusing for me. I'm not sure if it's confusing for you, but I want to talk about it. If you were to leave Santa Barbara going north on the 101, you would just go right through wine country and the northernmost town would be Santa Maria. So between Santa Barbara and Santa Maria is where the wine happens. Just north of the town of Santa Maria are the San Rafael Mountains. Just east of the town of Santa Maria is the Santa Maria Valley. South of the town of Santa Maria are the Solomon Hills. 
and running from the Pacific coast all the way through into the inland of this area is the Santa Maria River. And as the river goes east, it has two tributaries, the Kuyama tributary and the Sisquak tributary. This whole area is called the Santa Maria Valley AVA. It is a sub-AVA of the Central Coast, but it is part of the Santa Barbara County wine region. So what you have here is you have a valley with a river that is blocked by two mountains as the river goes east from the Pacific. And what happens here is the Pacific Ocean fog in the morning rushes right through this river and goes right through this area. And then, and as the afternoon hits, this becomes wind. And these are the things, of course, the soil is important, but this is why this wine region is here. This phenomenon, when you have Pacific fog, cooling fog being drawn into the inland from because of wide open spaces like rivers, it's called the maritime fringe. Love that term. And what that maritime fringe allows for is <laughs> it allows Pinot Noir, yeah, Pinot Noir to thrive in a place that rarely has any rainfall. And in Santa Barbara itself, semi-tropical plants grow the lushly, <laughs> if you will. So what this does, this fringe, maritime fringe, is it cools this area so that Pinot Noir can thrive. And the Pinot Noir is what brought everyone to the yard here. This is actually the second AVA after Napa to be awarded in California. And of course, soon after Pinot Noir proved itself here and became an AVA, I mean, Chardonnay came next. It's kind of a natural progression. So the... The, the cool thing about this area is that the wines are plush and soft, but they have depth to them, the Pinot Noir specifically, but they have great acidity as well because this is an area that, because of that fog and that maritime fringe and the winds help retain acidity even though the sun is, you know, it's, it's Southern California. These two varieties are the flagship varieties of the area. Um, there are other winemakers doing other things in this area, but that's sort of what defines it. So you have the Santa Maria Valley AVA in the northern part of Santa Barbara County, just below San Luis Obispo, which is part of the Central Coast AVA. Now, just south of the Solomon Hills is the Los Alamos Valley. Southeast of that, that valley turns into what's called the Santa Inez Valley because it's the valley of another river that comes in from the Pacific. This is the southern half of Santa Barbara County's wine regions. So really what it is is you have a big northern wine region called Santa Maria Valley then you have a southern large wine region called the Santa Inez Valley. Each of these places are influenced by the Pacific Ocean from a river that flows inland. In the northern half, it's the Santa Maria River. Down here, it's the Santa Inez River. 
That's why the valley is named after it. But this AVA, the Santa Inez Valley AVA, has three, okay, four sub-AVAs. And I'll tell you why. So just south of the Los Alamos Valley are a group of hills called the Santa Rita Hills. South of that, the river runs through, the Santa Ynez River. South of the Santa Ynez River, going towards the coast, you have the Santa Ynez Mountain Range. The Santa Ynez River works very similar to what the Santa Maria River does, where it draws morning fog from the Pacific Ocean into this land, the hinterland, if you will, and as it burns off, it as well turns into cooling winds. But the unique thing about this area is there are a lot of canyons here. And those canyons can displace wind. It can make wind go. You can, it can redirect wind in different areas. Also because of the formations, however many, many millions of years ago, it can, have, it can displace soil and have different soil compositions within the cragginess and the rugged nature of the canyons. So what happens is as the river comes through, it hits this first western part called the Santa Rita Hills. And as the river runs east, there's all these sort of hills and canyons. This area was so special that at some point it was given its own name, the Santa Rita Hills AVA. So in the larger Santa Inez Valley AVA, there is a sub-AVA in the western part of the Valley AVA to define the specific geological specialness of the Santa Rita Hills. And as the river flows east and eventually south, you pass by a couple of these other sub-AVAs. You have Ballard Canyon, which is very small. And then you hit neighboring, like literally neighboring that to the east is the Los Olivos District. That is a brand spanking new AVA. Just, I think, in 2016 it was given its AVA. And then east of that is called Happy Canyon of Santa Barbara. The Santa Rita Hills AVA is very similar to the Santa Maria Valley AVA in that it thrives with Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. And these are very different areas with, they have, you know, the similar, you know, maritime fringe, but the soils are different. So there are subtleties in the terroirs and it's really fun to taste Pinot Noirs and Chardonnays from both areas to see what that is. Now, once the river starts going east and we start getting into the other sub-AVAs, the Canyon AVAs and this new Los Olivos AVA, there's actually a new AVA, well, no, it's, not, it's not an AVA yet, but Los Alimos might actually have an AVA at some point. But it's over here where it's a lot, more, it's a lot warmer because the canyons block the maritime fringe, and, but there is elevation. So here you get Sauvignon Blanc, you get Merlot, you get Syrah, you get uh, Cab Franc, Cabernet Sauvignon is here, and a little bit of Grenache. And again, Santa Rita Hills, I mean, we, you know, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay are the signature varieties there, but there are other varieties happening there as well. There is some Grenache there. There's Syrah there, and Syrah is very interesting in this particular group of, of, of ABAs where the Syrahs towards the Santa Rita Hills area is a little leaner with a little more peppery notes. It has a little more acidity. And when you go towards the canyons, the Syrah gets really big and berry and deep and dark. It's kind of cool. And so that's it. <laughs> 
the thing is, Santa Maria Valley, Santa Rita Hills, and the Santa Inez Valley are the three AVAs you're going to see the majority of. Um, the canyons, uh, Happy Canyon of Santa Barbara and uh, Ballard Canyon, you're going to see some of that, but it's so small, you really kind of have to be in California sometimes to get those wines. And for Los Olivos, I don't really know. I have not had any wines from Los Olivos, so I don't really know if they're available on the market um, and where they are. But I will tell you that, I mean, Santa Barbara is like the most perfect. I don't know. When you go to Santa Barbara, it's one of the most perfect climates you'll ever experience. It's just like, it doesn't really rain. It's, it's, it's always nice. And the temperature is always just moderate. It's just a beautiful place. I mean, Santa Barbara is so close to LA. It's like, it's beautiful. It's a great place to visit. There's a really cool downtown there, but then you start heading north and you have all these really cool AVAs you can play around in. This is where, this is where, this is the general area where the 2004 film Sideways takes place. And in the little town of Solvang is where that steakhouse is in, in, in the movie. And this area became, I mean, this place was popular in this. I mean, okay, let me just say this. The seventies is when it really started to get going. So this is kind of a new, newish area. And then the eighties, you know, it got its, uh, it started getting its AVAs, but talk about a place you can visit, try different terroirs and different varieties, get your Pinot Noir, you know, you try different Pinot Noirs, different Chardonnays, get your like terroir fix. And then you just go right back down to Santa Barbara. And if you feel it, just a hundred miles south here in Los Angeles, literally downtown Los Angeles. So this is a really cool area. The wines here are very exciting and very cool. And there's a lot more going on. There's, there's a little bit of, I don't want to say this, but there's a little bit of Riesling. There's a little bit of Riesling going on here, which is just wild. It may make sense a little bit because of that fog and that maritime fringe, but it's, Hey, go for it. And here at Vine Pear, we've been getting some pretty cool stuff from this area. And it's not all the grapes that we talked about, or it's some of the grapes we talked about made in different ways. It's a very cool place. It's been it's been realized and it's still being realized. It's still they're still exploring, and it's a really good time to get your eyes on the Santa Barbara County AVAs. All right. Next week, guys, we're going to the Finger Lakes. Vine Pear Keith is my Insta rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. It really helps get the word out there. And now for some totally awesome credits. Wine 101 was produced, recorded, and edited by yours truly, Keith Beavers, at the Vine Pair headquarters in New York City. I want to give a big old shout out to co-founders Adam Teeter and Josh Mallon for creating Vine Pair. And I mean, big shout out to Danielle Grinberg, the art director of Vine Pair, for creating the most awesome logo for this podcast. Also, Darby Seaside for the theme song. Listen to this. And I want to thank the entire Vine Pair staff for helping me learn something new every day. See you next week. E&J Gallo Winery is excited to sponsor this episode of Vine Pair's Wine 101. Gallo always welcomes new friends to wine with an amazing wide spectrum of favorites ranging from everyday to luxury and sparkling wine. Gallo also makes award-winning spirits, but this is a wine podcast. Whether you are new to wine or an aficionado, Gallo welcomes you to wine. Visit thebarrelroom.com today to find your next favorite, where shipping is available.